Welcome, welcome. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel Carleen Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Welcome to Speak Life, beloved, to all those that the Lord has sent. On this January 4th, 2024. Yeah. So what I came to talk about, no, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. Lord, bind up the author of confusion because it's not you. So I exalt you and I thank you for being very present. And I pray that you're pleased with all that we do. Lord, I'm trying to, and I pray to, and I hope we all trust in the Lord with all our hope with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways we acknowledge you. So I acknowledge you in the speak life. I invite you in, Lord. I invite you into my heart, my soul, my spirit, my core being. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray what is a pure blessing in your sight. It's the only thing that's said, heard, done, believed, Lord, and applied in the name of Jesus. And I'm lifting up the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and worn, and hopeless and helpless, Lord God, because we're not, because you're our very present help. I'm praying for children worldwide in the name of Jesus and the believer, the unbeliever, the sinner and the saint, because you allowed the sun to rise and the rain to fall on the just, the unjust, the thankful, the unthankful, the good and the evil. So I pray this word fall down like dew on your earthly vessels in the name of Jesus. Lord, bind up everything that is not of you, that's not the truth. Shut the mouths of lions. And Lord, even for those that come with no goodwill in their heart. I'm praying you bless them real good. In the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So welcome. So what I came to talk about tonight is praise dance for those enemies. Praise dance time for those enemies. In the name of Jesus, a standard is lifting. Praise dance for those enemies. A standard is lifting because when the enemy comes in like a flood, yes, the spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard or raises a standard. Let's see which one it is. The children of God won't drown in this flood. The children of God will not drown in this flood. Whatever the enemy is bringing in, the children of God will not drown in this flood children of god will not drown because the lord is with us he tells us that in 43 so let me go to that first because i know man i'll be like what what was i supposed to so i'm already already have a bookmark um there so praise the lord so the lord tells us in isaiah 43 i don't know whether i said sam early but isaiah 43 the Lord tells us, oh, okay, oh, okay, I don't know what's happening, but we bind it in the name of Jesus. The computer doing all sorts of things here. Okay, but I um Isaiah 43 and 1, but now, so right now, but now, thus says the Lord that created you. 
So we got to know what our creator is saying. And the only way we can know is if we go to his heart, mind, and bowels, which is his word of God, okay? And so he says here, but now thus says the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he, the Lord that formed thee, O Israel, fear not. This is so funny. Fear not, for or because I, the Lord, have redeemed you. Fear not. So I don't know what that thing is. We might be faithing or those people, because usually that's what it is. Those people, those places or things that we're facing. But God says, fear not. Fear not even for their judgment. Fear not. Fear not even with their persecution. Fear not. Fear not when they running your name in the ground. Whatever you may be doing when they're running in the, in the ground, still fear not. Fear not. Fear not now because fear not. They're mere words. And a lot of times uh, people don't even have a clue. They don't have a clue. They don't have a clue. They don't have the, a clue. And we got to remember, and a brother reminded me of this on Friday. It was out of envy that the Pharisees put Jesus on the cross. Jesus, the one they're supposed to be teaching uh, about, preaching about, they envied him. And so they're trying to destroy the Jesus that's in us many times. So fear not, because that's God's responsibility to take care of us as his children, as a father. That's his responsibility when we're doing his will. Okay, so it says, but now thus says the Lord that created you, O Jacob, and he that formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I've paid for you. I brought you back, okay, out of the enemy's hands. I have called you every time I'm feeling certain ways. God sends a word to remind. So he says, I have called you. Um, I think a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But we have to remember who our father is. God says, call no man father of the earthly sort. But it's especially as far as leaders go. Um, but he called us. He is our father. We have to remember he created us. He knows our purpose for what he created us for. And we have to stop putting our lives and our souls, the gifting that God has given us, the call that God has given us, even when God anoints us in, in the ordination, we got to stop putting it in people's hands. The reason we I can say this is because people's opinion changes a lot of our minds, changes our attitude about, it may even start questioning the Lord. I know I've been hit like, well, are you sure? Because now I'm going through this, but it's already written. And today I was really thinking about John 16, because John 16, we're going to come back. God called us. We got to remember that because John 16 tells us 
and God prepared me a long time ago for with this word. And so I knew and he kept sending me this word. So I knew whatever this call was before I started this journey, I knew it was going to be rough. Okay. And I even pleaded, <laughs> don't do it, Lord. But anyway, it says in John 16, verse one, these things have I spoken, my Lord, these things have the Lord spoken, the word of God has spoken unto you, unto us, right? That you should not be offended. I love, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I, I love the Lord. When you ask God for a thing, you better expect it. Don't ask it empty with an empty heart or uh, don't ask things. Don't ask things amiss. Okay. So it says, these things have I, the Lord, the word of God said unto you. I, the Lord have said these things to you. I don't care who mouth it came from or whether you studied the word yourself. I, the Lord said this to you. It says that you should not be offended. I repent in the name of Jesus. They shall put you out of the synagogues, the temples, the churches. They shall put you out of the worship service. They should put you out of the fellowship of the of, of church folk. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time comes that whosoever kills you, even with their mouth, um, will think that he, mm, it don't say they, it says in King James Version that he does God's service. Okay. And these things will they, see, he was specific, okay? These things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me, nor the Word of God. Um, we can uh, read the Bible. That doesn't mean we know Jesus. We can go to church every time the doors open. That don't mean we know Jesus. We can sing the songs. That don't mean we can write the songs. That don't mean we can pray like fire coming down from heaven. That doesn't mean we know Jesus. It doesn't mean that. And so God says, these things I have spoken to you and back in Isaiah 43, he says, I have called you. I did that. I have called thee by your name. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want to shout in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I have called you. It was nothing. It was no one else. I've called you by your name. This is a season God has to remind me, it seems. I have called you by your name. Thou art mine. Mm. You got to love the Lord. He shows up. He shows out. He speaks. I asked him to show up and show out. Okay. When you pass through the waters, waters of people, spirits, and words, Jesus said the living water. If you go into Revelation, if you go into the to Revelation, uh, I will tell you where it is. It's in Revelation. 
Let me get the right chapter. Power. It is in Revelation 17. And this is what the word says. It says in verse one, and there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, vials, and talked with me saying unto me, come hither, I will show unto you the, the judgment of the great whore that sits upon many waters. So I'm going to many waters. Uh, the word of God defines himself. So it says the, um, It says here, I think, I don't want to skip. It says in verse six, and I saw the woman drunken with blood of the saints and of the blood of the martyrs of Jesus Christ. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. And the angel said unto me, wherefore did you marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and the beast uh, that carries her, which have the seven heads and the 10 horns. And the beast that you saw was and is not, and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition, which is total destruction and permanent separation from God. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names was written. I think I passed. Uh, I think I passed the verse that I want, but it says whose names uh, were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world when they beheld the beast that was and is not and yet is and here's the mind uh which have wisdom the seven heads are seven mountains on which she sits and there are seven kings i just want to uh get to where he says what the waters are because waters are nations and spirits and words that's what um water is but i will have to go so far into this okay verse 15 and he says unto me the waters which you saw where the whore i'm still in revelation 17 verse 15 and he said unto me, the waters which you saw where the horse sits are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. So water is spirits, words, and people. So we got to know the source of the water. Could be dead water, which is a pool. There's no movement. There's no life. So it says here, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. I'm back in Isaiah 43. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. So when you're passing through, even what enemies are doing, because the enemy is a form. He has he has a form of water. One of his, one of his attributes is water. And that's why he said when an enemy comes in like a flood, because of Noah, remember the flood of Noah. The flood of Noah was what? Water, a flood is water. So one of his attributes is water, God is water. And so he's the opposite of most things that, everything that God does. So it tells us 
um, in Isaiah 59, it says in verse 19, so shall they fear. Uh, um, mm. Do, 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 do. Uh, uh, okay, verse 14. And judgment is turned um, away backward, and justice stands afar off. For the truth is fallen in the streets, and equity, which is uprightness, cannot enter. Yea, truth fails, and he that departs from evil makes himself a prey. So when we're departing and we're receiving Christ, enemies going to come against us. Because we're setting ourselves like a mark. And he says like a prey. Okay, it's like a lion. You know, you have two different lions. You have the lion of the tribe of Judah, which is Jesus Christ. But you also have the enemy that goes seeking whom he made, goes like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, right? So he's always opposite. And so a prey is like something that is going to be consumed if it's caught. Okay. So, but when we set ourselves to seek God, we set ourselves as a prey and we set ourselves as foolish and we set ourselves to be scorned and to be put out of the synagogues. Okay. So it says, um, yay, verse 15 of Isaiah 59, true fails and he that departs from evil makes himself a prey. And the Lord saw it, and it displeased the Lord that there was no judgment. There's no word, because his word is judgment. We talked about that. And it says, and he saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation into him. So you have the right arm, and you have the left, right? And his righteousness, it sustained him. Okay, for he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation upon his head, and he put on the garment of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak, according to their deeds, according to or based on, accordingly, he will repay. Fury to his adversaries, recompense, he's going to, it's a wage, okay, he's repaying. So he says, recompense to his enemies. So according to, based on their deeds, accordingly, the Lord will repay. It says, fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies, to the islands, he will repay, recompense. So God says in his word, he recompense to every man according to that man's or that person's works or deeds. So it says, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun, the east. When the enemy shall, it's a promise, my Lord. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. So think of it like this. You're going to be, when that enemy comes against us, it could be, it could be the enemy, the spirit of him or his kingdom. It could be sickness. It could be 
confusion. It could be bitterness. Whatever a weapon is used against the enemy to come in like a flood. It could be like everything is going on at one time, it seemed like. And so God's spirit, his spirit is going to lift up a standard. And what he showed me a few years back, it's like that standard. It's like the flood. You're being put on a higher ground. Okay. So it's an exhortation and it exalts. Okay. So you're, it's another level. You're being put on a higher ground so that flood won't consume you. It's like, um, in, and I'm going to close with this. It's like in Revelation, I believe it's Revelation 12. This is what he says. It says in Revelation 12 and 1, And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, in the name of Jesus, and the moon under her feet, because the moon rules darkness. Okay? And and upon her head, a crown of 12 stars. We, we live off of the prophets and the apostles doctrine as christians this is this is this is our doctrine is based on what the prophets and the apostles says so it says in 12 stars and also the 12, 12 tribes of judah so or israel and she being with child cried travailing she's in labor okay in birth and pained She's travailing, she's in labor, she's in pain, she's, she's, you know, and it says, in pain to be delivered. So it says, and there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads, ten horns, and seven crowns upon his head, he has some type of rulership and power, and his tail, the enemy, drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. These are the things that will come in that he will use as his weapons to come in like a flood. Okay. And it says, um, and the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for, or to devour her child as soon as it is born. Okay. Remember Mary gave birth to the word of God. And she brought forth a son child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, a word of iron. And her child was caught up unto God on the right side into his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she have a place prepared of God and they should feed her there a thousand two hundred in three score days, which should be three and a half years. Okay. And there was a war in heaven. It says, uh, there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels against the dragon and the dragon fought in his angels and prevailed not. Neither was there place found anymore in heaven. So the thing is, right, even when he came after her, God had already prepared a place 
even somewhere where he could not touch her. Where he could not touch her. He could not touch her. He could not touch her. And this is what God does. This is what God does. But I was in the, there was a, um, another word where the earth opens her mouth and stops the flood. So, but the enemy can only do so much. The enemy, because God is there for his children to lift up a standard, but Yeah, it is in 12. Let me see. It says, I didn't go far enough. So it says here um, in verse 13, and when the dragon saw that he was cast out, uh, cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman. I'm in Revelation 12, 13. He persecuted the woman, which brought forth the man child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle. So that's one of the attributes of the Lord, to be an eagle. It says that she might fly into the wilderness and to her place where she is nourished for a time and times and a half a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman after the church, the bride, okay, the mother, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth or angry with the woman, the church. So a lot of a lot of our warfare has nothing to do with us. It's because the enemy is fighting against God through his expected time over the souls, the souls of the kingdom of God. And he's fighting against the church because we are the ones of with the ministry of reconciliation back to God. We are the fishers of men. And it's beautiful that God is specific. It's through her, through the bride. You know, we have the man over the head of the church, but she is the church. She's the bride. Woman came out of man for man to return into the woman. Because why? We all have to be in the bride to marry Christ. We all have to be in the bride. We have the great Jerusalem, God says, is a her. She's a bride. Okay, so it says, and the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed. A seed can be a word. So it said it could be an offspring, which kept the, the commandments of God, okay, and had the testimony of Jesus Christ, the word of God made flesh. Jesus was the word before he was in the flesh. 
So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Pray you have the most blessed, blessed week. Speak over your week and then walk in that faith that is going to manifest in the beautiful and marvelous name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Love y'all. Peace.